Welcome to the WordPress Photography Podcast, the podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of WordPress to grow their photography business. You don't need to be a geek to understand WordPress. Settle back and listen as we show you how. Now, here's your host, Scott Wyden-Kivowitz. Welcome to episode 111. My name is Scott Wyden-Kivowitz, and today I'm joined by my guest, Jenny Midgley. I got that right, right? Midgley, like bridge, but midge, yeah. Ah, see, I was, I wanted to wing it without asking you. Uh, Maybe I should have asked. Okay. So Jenny is a digital content specialist, a brand and marketing photographer. She is the co-host of the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast and wrangler of tiny humans, surviving on coffee and laughter and the occasional French fries and milkshake. Jenny helps her clients leverage the power of their personal brands to attract your ideal clients and customers, grow businesses, and ultimately the bottom line. Her Stories and Strategies program helps demystify the maze of what and how and where and when helping to create content that sells without being salesy. I hate being salesy. So oh, people like, like you are needed. Yeah, I was, I'm really bad <laughs> at sales. As it turns out, like I'm bad at the <laughs> traditional sales, which is I'm like, mm-hmm. so I had to find my my way to to not be salesy and and go in it for the long game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate that because there's so many people like like us that 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 either aren't good at it or completely, completely despise being salesy. Yeah. So um, anytime there's methods that could be taught to do it in better, more natural ways, it's it's definitely welcomed. Yeah. Um, so this episode is the first of a mini series that we're calling Pitch and Shift, where we're talking to photographers who have had successful businesses pre-COVID-19 pandemic that, are, that, that have been impacted in one way or another and have pivoted and shifted their businesses into either a completely different direction or just supplemental directions to help um, that income that is lost from mm-hmm. this pandemic. So this mini series is going to have the same questions for every guest that I talk to. And Jenny is test dummy number one. So not Woo-hoo! to call you a dummy, of course, but <laughs> test I subject number testing. one. I'm happy to be your beta yeah. tester. <laughs> okay. So um, we're going to dive deeper into my uh, this this topic overall. But can you give everybody who's listening or watching a brief summary of your overall photography business shift. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I was doing specifically like headshots and branding and that was my, that was my thing. And um, it's really hard to explain to the small business community, like why they need a personal brand and why, um, why it's important that if they're the face of their business, that they actually be the face of their business. Um, and so I had already been, I had already spent a lot of time educating people to what I did and what it meant. Right. Like, cause people be like, do you do families? I'm like, well, if your family's part of your brand, of course I will photograph them, but no, I'm not a family photographer. Well, do you do cake smashes? No, mm-mm. Uh, no, even if that's part of your brand, that is not my niche and I want nothing to do with it. Um, I know excellent photographers who I can refer you to. Uh, so what I had started noticing was a trend, right? Um, what I had started noticing was a trend that pe- my clients were not using all of the photos that they were buying for me, which as a photographer, especially when you're like 
really proud of the work that you create and you and you've collaborated together and and I really focus on storytelling. Um, and so my clients are, are having like these, you know, really great galleries that they're not using. And so I started asking them why. Um, and through that process, I created a whole separate content marketing system, which is what is now called stories and strategy. Um, and so I can work with clients independently of the photography, because even if they have a photographer that they love, if they don't know how to effectively use the images, if they don't know how to effectively market their business, if they don't know what they don't know, right? So I would actually get people coming to me going, so-and-so said, I need to talk to you. I don't know why. And I'd say, okay, <laughs> tell me about your business. And that's how right. we start the conversation. Um, but what happened um, with COVID was um, I lost 75% of my revenue because I couldn't photograph people. And like the content marketing was like a fun side thing because it was like, and it was a great add on for people, right? Like they would come in for the content marketing and stay for the pictures or come in for the pictures and stay for the content marketing. And it was just another great little revenue stream. Um, yeah. So um, I went from mostly photographing and doing some marketing consultation to uh, creating an online course and launching and sell overselling the beta launch of that. Um, I was originally going to sell um, 10 slots, maybe 12 is like the overflow. And I ended up with 16 participants. So um, and that was in the midst of the shutdown when everything was still like nobody was doing anything and businesses were closed right. and, and right. it was bananas. Um, and so with that, um, I you know, kind of it's, it's grown since then. <laughs> it kind of exploded since then. Um, so, yeah. So the, 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 your platform, is it a mixture now of online course and one-on-one -on -one coaching or group coaching, or is it like, how does that, how's that working now? So what's interesting is coming out of COVID, like I was trying to clear my calendar of all my clients that I had put on hold like my I had I had a, uh, several different headshot and branding clients that were put on hold because of COVID because we couldn't shoot people um, as soon as North Carolina opened up um, and my county opened up um, I believe it was May 1st like I was out May 2nd shooting <laughs> because I was like you know it, it is what it is um, mm -hmm. and so it's now morphed into so I was only doing one-on-one -on -one. I launched the group program um, I'm now running a group program every eight weeks and um, give or take the, 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 the closing of the previous course into the new one and um, still doing one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and I have actually gotten more photography clients as a result of kind of like these efforts. Because, I mean, honestly, like I kept at it. I increased right. my email frequency. I started a Facebook group. Yeah. I did like, there were so many different things that I just, I'm doing to keep front and center so that like, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, as you were talking about this, I was thinking, you know, personal brand photography is one of those genres of photography where creating this platform where you're teaching brands um, outside of photography, just teaching brands in general about their personal brands it's one of those genres of photography where it can only help because now where 
let's say you're from Texas and normally your brands are only in Texas. Now you're reaching people and teaching them all over the country, all over the world that potentially will fly you there for the session. And now you're in, you know, Hawaii doing a personal brand session for a client that you got from teaching them yeah. about personal brands. So it can only help. I mean, right. um, you know, and it can't be, the, the same can't be said for every genre of photography, but there's definitely a good chunk of, of genres that this can work for. Mm. Um, and whether it's, it's not necessarily, you know, um, world travel or, or country travel, but let's say you're a family photographer and you're not getting as many families right now because people are scared and mm -hmm. you could create an online course and do group family coaching for parents about how to take better photos of your kids. And then you can get more people around your state or yep. around your region and now, okay, so I'm in New Jersey, I'm in the middle of New Jersey, but maybe I, you know, I don't normally get families down in South Jersey or North Jersey, but if I create an off and I, you know, a, a family photography course, how to use your iPhone better for yep. family photos. Now I can get people all over the state where I may not have, have normally gotten it. So, um, that just two great examples of how you can use a different platform mm -hmm. to grow, um, business, even if those clients don't come until you know, 2021 or 2022 right. when the pandemic has gone, um, you know, it's still, they're there. They're, they're in, they're in your face they're, or they're, you're in their face. And they're, they're, um, they're in your, I mean, I hate to, I don't like the term sales funnel. Like it's, right. just, it's icky to me, but it's yeah. the, the reality <laughs> of the situation is they're in your sales funnel. And yeah. once they're in your funnel and you keep bringing those valuable touches, like I, you know, I work, I now have a, um, I actually just re-signed the contract with my copywriter for the, I was like, I need to lock you in for the next year. Um, she does all my emails because that was one thing that I was like, I had originally, I had hired her. I was like, I want to do blogs and email. I want you to write, just write stuff, landing pages. I was really mm -hmm. kind of frenetic about it. And then when COVID hit and literally what happened was I was like, well, I have no revenue. And I have like two individual content marketing clients. So I raised my prices and I um, <laughs> launched a course. But I said, I was like, do you think I can turn this thing into an online course? And that was legitimately like what that's how it happened. And I said, yeah. OK. And she goes, I, sure, why not? I'll write the landing page. And I was like, awesome. And she did the email series. And I was like, yeah. awesome. Um, and because I can write great copy for other people, but forget about it for myself. Um, right. <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's how it goes. Right. I don't want to. So there you go. I'm happy to pay her to do it. Um, but I needed to figure out a way to make money to pay her <laughs> for the contract that I was already on. Right. right? Yep. So I was like, how do you think I could do this? And I and we just kind of brainstormed and I was like, OK, Zoom, Facebook group, YouTube. And I was like, done because I yeah. do um, uh, I, I pre-record videos. I upload them to YouTube. I send out the links. Um, and I host a weekly zoom call, which gets recorded and or live casted into the Facebook group. And there's a Facebook group just for the course. So, yeah. I mean, it was like the simplest formula that I could get it out there quickly. I got the content created. Um, I took all the feedback that people gave me from the first round, updated it for the second round. It's really great now. It's like extra. <laughs> Um, and my beta testers all got access to the updated content. So they're happy. Nice. Um, you know, it's just happy all around. So, so you originally said that you lost 70% of your revenue. Um, if you don't mind sharing, <clears throat> I'm assuming you made that up now at, at this 
point with the with that new platform. Mm-hmm. Have you exceeded where you were before? Now that you've not only raised your prices, but for the photography, but also now have this, right. did you make up for that or an exceeded or just made up for it or it almost is, there? Or? It is made up for it. So um, because what happened was I ran the beta, right? So beta is always mm-hmm. at a, mm-hmm. at a lower, at a lower price point, which is how I was able to get 16 people in there um, at the lower price point, which covered me for like, I was first focused on April. I was like, I just need to get through April. <laughs> And I got through April and then I was like, okay, how am I going to get through May? Um, And, and with May came more photography clients who had been waiting in the wings. Like I'm going to wait and see when things open. And, but they had kept seeing me because I was going live on my Facebook page a few times a week, interviewing other business owners, providing value about like, Hey, um, I have a friend who's a plumber. So we talked about what do you do now that everyone is home And how do you avoid plumbing disasters now that you have, you know, especially like, and she, um, you know, and some people who have adult, who have adult children who are now back from college, right? right? So you have like a bunch of adults in a house together. How do you avoid major plumbing disasters? So there's families that could have seven, seven adult human beings in the house using the toilet when normally it could be like two or three at a time and so little kids. Yeah, I can only imagine. (laughs) Yeah. So I talked to her. I talked to my mortgage lender friend. I talked to my life insurance friend. I talked to a couple business coaches and finance people and accountants. Mm -hmm. And I just I stayed in front of people so that when when it all sank in during the shutdown, people were like, you know what? I need a better website. I need updated headshots. I'm rebranding. I'm going to take this time to do this. And so they called me and they got on my calendar for May. So like that was the focus. But what happened was when we did this, the the real launch of the course at the the current mm-hmm. price point, um, it did not. Um, it was not as successful as the first one, but that was also because it was at a higher price point. Um, right. And now, like, we're on to the second launch at the higher price point, and it should flow a little better. Um, and because people are more aware of it. And since then, I've also added a Facebook group. And it's, you know, I mean, it, for all of your listeners out there, like, if you really want to start a Facebook group, and I waited, because I did not want to manage, like, this was not something I wanted to add to my plate. Right. I was like, Oh, my God. Right. I know. Like, I look at all of my friends who are admins of Facebook groups. And I'm like, how do you do it? Like, I don't get it. Right. Um, yep. And I just named it what it is. It's social media and content marketing strategy. And I had like a hundred people within the first week and it's just slowly, you know, it's adding more people every day. And so people, and and this Facebook group is, this is an onboarding. This is a, uh, you know, free, free content for people to hopefully buy into. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's a free group. Anybody can join. Uh, We talk about all things content marketing and digital marketing. That's why I call myself a digital content specialist because I do more than just the photos and I can, you know, if you are, let's say you're immunocompromised and you really can't leave, but you need photos for your business right. and you don't want me coming into your house, like I can coach you through it over the phone or I can give right. you a workshop in my group that has told you about how to take pictures effectively when you're stuck at home and here's how you can use your quarantine buddy effectively. <laughs> right? Um, yep. Have you been doing, um, I forgot what he called it, but have you been doing Zoom brand sessions like 
Um, so episode 106, uh, I spoke with John D'Amato, who is mm-hmm. also a brand photographer and does brand coaching and things like that. And um, so you're doing virtual sessions? He, so he does virtual sessions mm-hmm. where he's, he sets up his laptop with a beautiful scene and he's photographing his clients doing a virtual lecture through Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's getting, you know, sort of this lifestyle, but virtual Hmm. high resolution images. Um, you know, so I wonder if you, have you ever done one of those or thought about it? Um, I've thought about it. Like I've talked to people about, um, it's more trepidation on the end users part, like the people who are, and the people who want the photos are like, all right, you know, I'm okay with doing it outside and distanced. So like, um, you know, I have a couple of realtors that, um, want that local hometown feel. So they don't mind running right. around town. And, you know, we talk to the business owners and we talk to the the restaurants that they want to pop in. Um, like we're going to, you know, very on the DL, run into Target and take a couple pictures and run out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, um, nice. But it's those types of like, um, uh, that they're okay with it. So I haven't had the opportunity, but I have seen where it's working and I have friends who are doing it, uh, one locally and, um, a couple across the country. And I've seen it be very successful for the right, um, people for the right people. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I have the right right, funnel for that. (laughs) Yeah. A realtor wouldn't, that would never work for Right. Right. But, but somebody who is a public speaker, for example, or, um, you know, some sort of, online educator mm-hmm. would that's like the ideal situation i'm making a so, note of this um, i'm gonna see how i can make this work <laughs> yeah check out uh, what i say episode 106 I, wanna, I think it was yeah check out john's work he does really really right. uh, amazing stuff when it, um when that was one of his i didn't start this mini series when i talked to him I, I wish i did because he he did a huge pivot going from in person to mm-hmm. basically uh not basically just full-on um private training and and um um, in these virtual sessions mm-hmm. at this point. Um, and he cool. actually had, he, he had COVID, um, he, which he talks about in the episode. Mm-hmm. So he, at the time we were recording, he was um, recovering. Mm. Um, so he would uh, cough a lot and gasp for, gasp for air a bunch. So we had to take short breaks. But um, so uh, what would you tell other photographers that are in your situation, whether they're a brand photographer or, or not? What would you tell photographers in general that are in your situation where they lost 70% of their revenue, um, that where they're really hurting. Mm -hmm. Um, the one mantra and it, you know, it's, it's stuck with me, um, was a a business coach friend of mine who is also like a serial entrepreneur, um, and a client. Um, and he said, you know, social distancing does not mean business distancing. And he, we had that conversation early on, in the pandemic and it, it hit me and it stuck on me like glue. And because that's the reality, right? Like, even though we're physically distanced, even though we have to be isolated to a certain extent, it does not mean business distancing. It means that no matter what you're doing, you have to stay in front of your audience. The number one piece of advice I'm going to give to any photographer is get yourself out there showing the behind the scenes, showing how you do what you do, Right. So whether you're setting up a time lapse camera of even if you're not shooting anything other than your dogs or kids or your neighbor's kid or, you know, your little pod kid, whatever. (laughs) Right. Like people starting these school pods that are, 
you know, all the same kids sharing the same diseases, like chicken pox parties. Um, you know, whatever it is, (laughs) (laughs) whatever it is, right? Like you, you have to stay in front of people. So show people the behind the scenes, right? Like get out there in front of people, tell them that it's hard. Number one, be vulnerable. Number two, be real and be like, Hey, I have no idea what my business is going to look like in six months for now. This is what I'm doing. I hope you'll come along with me. Um, and, and the, the last thing I'd say is if you don't have an email list, if you haven't been using an email list, get one now, get yourself one now. Yep. And you can, you can start free. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, Basically, every email marketing platform has a free level at this point. So mm-hmm. no matter where you go, you can start free. You can always move your list somewhere else if you're not happy with the service. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Um, and with the, the behind the scenes thing with potentially doing a time lapse, um, there's a cheapy device. I'll see if I can find it on Amazon where I bought mine. It's like a little egg timer that you can actually sit a camera on. You can either put a camera or an iPhone. You get a little, and you it, know. Yeah. Thing. And you just literally like an egg timer, you turn it, it clicks, and mm-hmm. then it just just turns your phone. And that'll just make your um, your cheapy behind the scenes time lapse even more engaging because mm-hmm. you're going to see that that slow pan over an hour time or whatever you make it. Um, so I'll see if I can find that on, on Amazon and link to it for anybody yeah. who's interested in picking one up. It's so inexpensive. Um, you can even put a ball head on it. So you, it's literally got a the, the thread for it. Mm-hmm. So my final question to you, because uh, early on you actually answered my first my Sorry. first three questions in one shot. So um, <laughs> I do get ahead of myself. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so my final question to you is: Is there something that you do? Um, oh, and by the way, actually, before I even get to that, I have to mention you probably heard Jenny's kids before. I got to say, it wouldn't be a pandemic episode. If you didn't hear the kids in the background, right? I like, I right? closed the outside doors, I closed the <laughs> inside doors. So like, um, my funny story before we started was like, my husband had a last minute appointment that could not be changed. And it arrived yesterday. And I was like, well, I'm scheduled to this. I found a babysitter and we're at my co-working <laughs> space in my office. And all of a sudden I hear my daughter screaming. It's <laughs> like, did that pick up? Yeah. So, you know, yeah. the sitter's with her. It's fine. Like, you know. Yeah. But- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it, it wouldn't be the same if no, we didn't hear it. it would be way worse if I was at home with no sitter. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um I just had to bring that up because it was so funny. Yeah. Um, so is there something you do, uh, speaking of kids screaming, for your health, both mentally, physically, a combination, whatever, to cope with the stress that comes out of the pandemic and thinking about your business and all this stuff? Um, for me, I I train even harder in my karate classes because it's, it's an incredible combination of the two, both mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering what you do to if anything, to to handle this. Yeah. So uh, for the first like month or so, um, I did uh, not choose the most healthy routes and I was working a lot and Mm -hmm. I was like filling my calendar with every Zoom meeting I could possibly get on every networking, virtual, whatever, whatever. Um, And I ate my feelings. We did a lot of bacon, Mm. (laughs) ate a lot of bacon and did a lot of baking. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, um, 
you know, and that, but then what happened was I was like, this is, this is long-term. This is a poor choice. This is a poor solution for my coping uh, skills toolbox. Um, so um, I stopped eating my feelings and I started walking every day. <laughs> so walking I, is good. Walking, walking is, good. is good. Yeah. And you know what though? I also accepted that I really enjoy working. I enjoy, mm -hmm. but I, I shifted my calendar so that it was much more time blocked. So it was a more effective right. use of my time. Um, because I'm, I mean, I'm an extrovert. So like I need people and it was really, really hard to not like, even now it's hard when I see people, I'm like, I want to give you a hug, but I can't hug you because <laughs> ew. Um, and so, you know, I, I do, I walk, we, I've made it a point. Um, I actually got magazine subscriptions. That is something oh. I did. I subscribed to four magazines, physical magazines, physical magazines, paper magazines, I, uh, entrepreneur, good housekeeping, um, Real simple, and there's another one. I don't remember what it was, but it's it comes to my house. And um, I sit down, because they only take like 20 minutes to read, right? So I sit down in the backyard. Um, we, you know, we live in North Carolina. It's hot and sunny. It's really not bad weather here most of the time. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll sit in the backyard with the dog, the kids running, whatever, and I read my magazine. And I set aside that time to read my magazine. And... You know, it's those little things. Um, right. And then about once every four-ish weeks or so, I spend an entire day in bed watching something. Nice. Sometimes what's what's the last thing you uh, What's the last thing you binge watch? Ooh, the boys on Amazon. I haven't I haven't finished it yet. Um, I started and then got caught into some other show or something, and I have to go back to it. Yeah, it's so. um, yeah, uh, that one's really good. The Last Kingdom on Netflix was really good. Mm. Um, and I mean, Lucifer just came, I mean, so, oh, we watched Cobra Kai. That was the other thing. So my husband and I like literally like we both had, we like, we reached our thresholds and hit our walls and we watched the Karate Kid trilogy and then watched all of Cobra Kai. Nice. Nice. And my um, husband was like, should we be paying attention to them? I'm like, no, it's cool. They're fine. They're alive. <laughs> and you watch, you watch both, both seasons of, of Cobra yeah. Kai? Yeah nice yeah yeah it's it so good so it's good. like it's but it's it's so bad that it's so good like it's right. the, it's, the the fighting is cheesy the the yes. the conversations are cheesy the, the like whole script just is, can't be enough and there's yeah. just enough of those references back to like like <laughs> yeah. how cheesy the 80s movies were yeah oh, it's yep. so good. yeah but it was so like i can't we were watching i can't it. wait till season three season three is going to be incredible i know we were um, watching it going how is this so good like we were sitting there going oh my god we <laughs> <laughs> um you know will smith is one of the producers of that show i did see that yeah yeah so that's a that's pretty cool and he's working on um because you know the the remake the karate kid with his with son Jaden, right yeah Jaden, yeah and um he's working on um producing um the sequel of that so we'll see i Jaden's gonna be much older now so i don't know what they're gonna do but yeah. um yeah but all right that, <laughs> that was a good uh a good uh pivot of, uh, of a conversation. Um, so um, I want to say thank you uh, for joining me for this, you know, first of this mini series inside the, our, our, our show. Um, 
Uh, can you tell the listeners the absolute best place to find more information about you? Yeah. So um, the best place to find information about me is uh, just go onto any social media platform and type Jenny Mitchley. Uh, because when you are a personal brand photographer, guess what you do? You put your name out there as, as your brand. So I'm out there as Jenny Mitchley on every platform. Um <laughs> But the easiest way is if y'all are familiar with Linktree, it's the Linktree slash Jay Midgley, and you can find all of my links right there. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to link uh, to all these, uh, all of Jenny's places, all of her links uh, in the show notes, yeah. which you'll be able to find at imagely.com slash podcast slash 111. Nice. Uh, so check that out to learn more about to, about Jenny and to sign up for her her her, uh, her platform for if you are looking to grow your brand in a you know whether it's your photography brand or something else you're shifting to so um, don't forget to subscribe to the show Apple Podcasts Spotify Pandora Google Play wherever you listen to podcasts of course and I'll see you next time You've been listening to the WordPress Photography Podcast. To listen to other episodes and to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more, please visit imagely.com forward slash podcast.